Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gilders Alexander and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Slack. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me this morning, I've got Tayshawn. It's Tayshawn and the boys in the morning. Is that the new? Is that uh, the yeah, new yeah, thing? trying another one. Yeah, you're really trying. Some Maybe stuff. that can be just yeah. the theme for this version of the pod, the fry pod. Okay, it's just us three. This is yeah. like the radio, radio. Uh, yeah. Now hold on a second. You were the lead on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am in the middle. It's true. Um, center camera. And it was Tayshawn and the boys? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and Alex. All right. Uh, I wanted to address a YouTube comment from uh, last week. Okay. Uh, someone commented that... <laughs> yeah. And don't do this to me. <laughs> yes, I'm I didn't. Do, don't take me down because someone else said this. <laughs> Please do. The comment was, Alex looks like he's very intimidated by Taylor. And I just want to let that person know I'm going to bring more alpha energy <laughs> this week. All right. Maybe I was I was giving off beta vibes clearly last week. I'm not going to let Taylor dominate me like that anymore. <laughs> and we will be at least on an even playing field this week. So get ready. Do you know what you did to me this week, person that said that? You've just opened the door for Alex to just rip me apart. All, <laughs> all podcast in really short, witty, snarky ways. It's, it's too, not. It's not going to be like you don't have to worry about it. It's too early for that. Prepare yourselves. Uh, just, just like, uh, just like the Hornets did to the Thunder last night. Yeah, they were prepared. 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 God, it was. I did not expect that. You know, you're feeling a little pumped up. You hear the news that the Thunder are getting a national TV game. You're like, yeah, we deserve that. They played so well this year. This is great. They're going into Charlotte. You're like, yeah, Charlotte stinks. I think we spent like 20 minutes on Wednesday talking about how terrible that team is. Yeah, we did. And Jay immediately texted us after the pod. Yeah. Like, you guys definitely jinxed that game. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, everybody. Uh, you yeah. guys made Mark Williams have two career highs last night. Mark Williams was awesome <laughs> last night. And I don't know if that's Mark Williams being awesome or just the fact that uh, Jay Will is just not Dude. ready to play NBA minutes? Dude, I, I just want to read the the uh, lines for just their big men. P.J. Washington, 10 of 13. Mason Plumlee, 6 of 7. Yeah. Jalen McDaniels, 5 of 7. Mark Williams, 7 of 7. Yeah. I went on cleaning the glass, which has like individual game stats. Yeah. What do you think 
if you know, don't say it. What do you think OKC shot at the rim in that game? Hmm. What would you guess? Probably pretty good. Okay. So what do you think? Give me a number. Mm-hmm. God. I don't 53%. Know. I don't know. Well, that would be terrible. And they were even worse than that. They, they were 51%. 51% at the rim yeah. as a team. It feels right. Now, a lot of that was Shea, actually. Shea was like 53% at the rim in that game. Yeah. It was, it was one of Shea's – I mean, he still got his points. But that was, it was not a good Shea game, outside, like, especially in the second half. Mm-hmm. It felt like yeah. he was very out of sync in that second half. Yeah. Dort – and I don't want to bag on Dort because he had his best three-point shooting game. Of Five of seven. Five of yeah. seven. Three or three from the line. 22 points. 22 points. It's great. Might have been one of his worst finishing games <laughs> ever, though. He, some of the attempts, he was two of six at the rim last Jeez. night. Now, <sighs> I just told you OKC was 51%. What do you think Charlotte shot at the rim last night? Well, 77%. No, more than that. What Not, do you think? Uh, 82%. 93.3% <laughs> <Holy. percent> at the <laughs> rim. <laughs> Oh my God! 3.3. <laughs> they that's, just like accidentally <laughs> missed a shot at the rim. Yeah, that's like is it like couple, two? Is it like two shots they missed? Or it something? must be. Yeah, I mean they, they took a lot of shots, and I was as I was watching that game, I was like, man, this must be like the most points in the paint scored on the Thunder. It wasn't actually close. It just yeah. felt that way. Like the Knicks had two games where they scored over seventy points in the paint against the Thunder this season. Yeah. And they and last night Charlotte only had fifty eight, but it felt like everything was at the rim, and you don't want to put it all on J Will, because I didn't think anyone was particularly good defensively last yeah. night. Like Kenrich I mean, and Mike Muscala played last night, too. and Mike Muscala plays yeah. well. But like Kenrich, yeah. I thought was not good last night. He he gave up at least two and ones where he just had like a dumb foul and the guy made it. I yeah. didn't think Wiggins was good last night, so like there were reasons why guys were getting to the rim, but. Man, Jay Will, this game felt like it was set up for him in some ways. Mm-hmm. Charlotte is the worst offense in the league. By far. Worst. Didn't look like it. Did not look like it last night. It looked pretty Worst fun. offense in the league. And when you look at their big men, like I like P.J. Washington. He's on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. But there was no one where you're – I mean, we were joking about Mason Plumlee. Oh, you can do whatever you want. You might as well throw Jay Will out there, see what <laughs> happens. Well, we saw what happened, Andrew. We did. We saw it Domination. Happen. And it, it's weird. Like, <laughs> it was. It was domination. And that's disrespectful to Mason Plumley, too, by the way. He's been in the league. Sure. He has. We were joking on the Discord. He's gotten minutes every year in the He's league. He's a backup center. That's great. We yeah. were reminiscing about the, uh, the preseason article that was written about him, where the, the, the lead was like, the question isn't uh, if... Mason Plumlee is going to get a triple double. The question is, how many is he going to get? And he had zero that year for the Blazers. <laughs> this is written in the preseason. It's like a very, just a classic. It's not preseason. it. That is a classic. It's how many? Uh, but yeah, with Jay Will, man, it's not even that like, because we we've seen some bad defenders in our time. I mean, Ennis Cantor was like a great example of a bad defender. Yeah. He is not a bad defender <clears throat> in the way that Ennis Cantor was a bad. defender. He can defender. move his feet. Yeah. And he's big, but like he just throughout that entire game, he so rarely had an impact defensively. Yeah. Like Mason Plumley just like bowled through him a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And he, he doesn't really offer a lot of rim protection either. 
It, it no. was a tough in rebounding. He like they were getting some rebounds over him pretty easily. They were. I the mean, he, he did have ten, um, which you know that was like one highlight. And I will say, if if we want to say one thing positive, you know, we talked about that line he had in the G League, which included like twelve assists. Mm-hmm. The assist he threw, the one assist he had to Trey at the beginning of the fourth quarter was, was super really impressive. Good. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. was him at the high post, and and Trey had that cut to the basket. That was a really impressive pass. He's a good passer. Outside of that, though, that was a rough first extended look at Jalen. I mean, we, we've seen him in summer league. We've seen him in spot minutes. But this was his first, like, real, hey, well, let's give him extended run, see what he's got. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. We have a question from at Evans Tanya 86 Jay Will, is he too small to succeed at this level? Also, please give a shout-out to his smile. Shout-out to his smile. I mean, easily top three smile on the team. Yeah, it's a great it's heartwarming, smile. Great it? smile. He's very, very nice. He was really, really nice to my kids mm. in particular. That's important. It was important. It is. It's more important than defense. More important than his defense or his lack of length. For rhetoric on this podcast, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, speaking about his length, there were even times last night where I thought he defended whoever it was well. There was one play in particular where he was guarding Mark Williams. Mm-hmm. I was like... He defended him really well, but Mark Williams could just shoot over top of him. Mark Williams was a giant. Like, it didn't, it didn't matter. It was like such a size disadvantage mismatch yeah. for Jay Will. Yeah. And that's something that he, he can't fix. No. I almost feel like he needs to be more physical. He needs to get stronger is yeah. what needs to happen. Yeah. We've, we've seen shorter... We've seen some short kings as big men. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I don't think that the height is going to be the reason he doesn't make it. I think he needs to get stronger. And I think the game just needs to slow down a little bit for him. Like, he had that one pass to Trey. But other than that, like, he wasn't able to really get into his game. Like, he rebounded fine. But he needs to, if he's going to play 25 minutes in a game, like, he's got to find other ways to impact. He get the ball right under the hoop, and you think, like, oh, that was a great pass. Mm-hmm. They got it right to him. Yeah. And you're just, like, waiting for him to make a move. And then he'd do, like, a power dribble. And let like two guys come. Yeah, to him. he and yes. then they're just towering over yeah. him. Like he, he's got nowhere to go. Yeah, he's got to figure out timing under the hoop and figure out how to get his shot off. Yeah, because he just it once he he stands there and it's like three or four seconds holding the ball under the hoop, and it's like well now it's impossible. Like you have to go right away. Right. Speaking of getting his shot off, Trey Mann. Yeah, he was getting some shots off. He and got, that, I think he is the reason I thought that they shot pretty well at the rim last night. Because he everything, didn't shoot well from three. <laughs> he didn't shoot well from three at all. But he was, he was killing in the paint. One of nine. Yeah, one, one of nine. nine. Like all his points came in the paint, attacking the rim. Yeah, I thought he played great. I, I, love, I love that he took nine threes. I think that to me, and I know people didn't like that he's missing them. Those last three were pretty rough. Dude, it's great. It's, it was incredible. It's great. This is like this is this is what you get with like Trey Man when he's back. And I t- tweeted that he's back, and I, I stand by that. I stand by it because if he feels confident enough to take nine threes, he's back. Also, like I can't complain about how so many guys on this team are only going to take like two or three threes a game mm-hmm. and then we finally have someone who's willing to take a high volume yeah we're like 
well, now because he didn't make them, I don't like that. You know, that's how it works. He took most. They were mostly the right shots. A lot of them wide open. A lot of them like he just yeah. Missed. Giddy in particular got fed him a yes. lot of wide open threes. Jo- Josh was awesome last night. He was really good last Josh night. Josh was incredible. Twenty one points, ten boards, three assists. I bet he had fifteen potential assists. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yeah. it, it I felt mean, like that. It really did. A lot of those Trey Man threes, too, the ones that I was like, dude, he had three or four that were just wide open, take his yeah. time, like yeah. practice shooting threes. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not telling Trey to practice shooting threes. I'm calling them practice. Practice shots. Practice shots. Yeah. <laughs> Trey, practice you're, shooting threes, You're dude. wide open. You should practice... <laughs> Have you thought about practicing shooting Maybe threes? you should practice shooting threes. You should try that, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, and then J-Dub had a classic 27 minutes, only take nine shots where you're just like, I just want more. Super, like, yeah, the fact that he was fifth most more. in shots on the team. Yeah, the fact that Trey took 10 more shots than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everything that J-Dub was involved in was just so good. And like in the flow of the game, and mm. every decision he made was like, yeah, that that was the the Great. correct decision. Yeah, and we got a sort of alley oop with him when Dort. Yeah, had that layup. That I feel like the ball just flies out of his hands. Like when it he does. when he's not ready for it to fly out of his hands. Mm-hmm. When he's like going to the rim, like he's just going <laughs> so fast that the ball just. He's too strong. It's almost like the ball has flubber on it or something. Mm, he's too it does strong. Look like that he has he can't control like he, he had at least what his two, muscles. He exert. had like two very memorable flubber shots where the ball just floats out of his hands. But yeah. hey, if if the other players are learning that and they're trailing behind, getting ready for that slam, maybe yeah. it'll all work out. Maybe Dort should just start doing that on purpose. Yeah, just shoot it off the backboard, and the other guys will just know that it'll be there. <laughs> He's at 5,000. <laughs> 5,000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but on Giddy real quick, I, I thought uh, his driving was uh, really good last night. Because no. we've talked about how Giddy's been getting stronger as a driver. And a lot of times when I think of Giddy driving in my head, it's always in a straight line. And last night, and he's probably been doing this, but I just happened to notice it last night. He had a few drives to the basket where he was changing direction, doing things, taking yeah. a circuitous route mm-hmm. to the rim. There was one. What's that word? Circuitous. Circuitous. Does that mean circles? Yes, he was dribbling in circles. It's intimidating. It's spinning. intimidating when you use so words Steve like Nash that. Did. Good. Steve Nash. Good. Steve Nash was uh, circumferencing himself to the rim, <laughs> too. That sounds weird. Uh, there was one play in particular. And it was in the second half, and I can't remember when a it was. Circumcising route. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that actually might make sense. I think that's still valid. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he was like at the three-point line, around three-point line, uh, the near three-point line, mm-hmm. and just had a couple of fancy little dribbles mm-hmm. to get himself to the basket. I thought it was super impressive. Because yeah. Giddy's one of those players that even when he's doing well offensively, like in terms of self-creation, it doesn't always look particularly smooth. Yeah. But I thought he had some smooth moves last night. A smooth move, X-Lax. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I drink that as well. He also yeah. got blocked by Mark Williams pretty badly, maybe two or three times. He did. Just not anticipating like his It wasn't life. all good. His, yeah. fin- his finishing in that like close to mid-range spot, though, where he's just kind of floating it up, it does look like 
It's not a floater because it has more of a straight trajectory. It's like a push shot. Yeah. Yeah. That push shot. It's really good. It has like its I moments. Feel, you know, last night it was good. How do you guys feel about Giddy leaving his feet so much? Like mm. to pass. And sometimes he'll put himself in position for like a floater and jump up before really he knows exactly where this is going. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like sometimes he does it, especially when he's passing. And it's similar to like what Tyrese Halliburton does where he's trying to put the defense at a disadvantage when he's using it. But like traditionally, like if you're playing basketball, like if you leave your feet to pass, like your coach is going to like ring you, you know? Um, so I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about it's it. It's going to kill you traditionally. Traditionally, you're dead. Traditionally, you're dead your man. coach will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously those tend to lead to more of the turnovers that we see. And I feel like we've seen more of those types of turnovers this yeah. year. Um, so, yeah, always room for improvement. Yeah. Sometimes, though, it works. I mean, there was a couple of times last night I thought, like, oh, okay, that actually helped him. So I don't know. I have to ask Mark what he thinks about it. Because I don't, I don't know. Um, overall, though, that was a rough game. And I think if you're in the choose dumb category like yeah. myself, that was probably the second worst loss behind Houston. And I think what was particularly bad about that loss. Detroit. Detroit was bad as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to think about that one where I would rank those. Because they were grooving. The Thunder were grooving in the first half. Yeah. You thought like they were on their way to just destroying them. Yeah. This game felt more like the Spurs game where they got down huge. Yeah. yeah. And then I was tweeting like, oh, maybe they should put in Bays and let's see what happened. And they did and they eventually came back. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of waiting for them to bring back Bays in the second half. I thought so too. I, I felt that way. And that's why I didn't ever tweet anything about Bays because I thought the minute I did that Mark Who's put him in. So I just... I left it alone. Well, we should mention, so yesterday at 10.59 p.m.? Is that possible? 12.28? It's possible because it is a time. It is a time. Uh, Basley did tweet in the recent days, <gasps> I don't know what to do, upside down, smiley face. A.M. Why does it say p.m. on my thing? Because maybe it, was it was the, the night, night before. before. It was oh, the, the night, night before. before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of speculation about what that could be. He could have just been bored. I think he was probably just bored. He probably was. But for him to not get any minutes in that game, I was thinking, even if he doesn't start, okay, maybe they'll play Jay Will or Muscala. Yeah. But I was expecting 20-plus minutes from Bays in that game. I thought he'd start. I thought he'd start, and I thought he'd play 30 minutes. And for him to get zero, especially in that game where they could have used – they some of some of Baze's strengths. They definitely could have used him. Like Baze is a better defender than Jay Will, and he's a better yeah. he's a, just a better player. Period. Yes, he's a better basketball player. Uh, I was I was surprised. Yeah, and I, I think too. if if you are are a Baze fan and you're still like hanging on to hope that something's going to happen eventually. First of all, we need to have a talk about that. And second of all, last night was kind of like it felt like the final nail in the coffin of yeah. the base you just, experience. It's okay. It's okay that you can you can be a Baisley fan. That's great. We can continue to be one. He may he may work out somewhere else. He also might not. He he may not catch on somewhere else. Yeah, um, I was I was trying to think of like places he could land and I was thinking about Detroit. I was like I would definitely play Bays over uh Marvin Bagley. They would not. 
They would not? No. Heck no. Why no, not? No. Bagley's like a much better offensive player. Dude, Bagley is the worst player on the Pistons. He's had the worst on-off numbers on that team two years in a row and has a three-year guaranteed not, deal. I, I know. They he paid, is not a good basketball player. They, they paid him a lot for as bad as he is. One of the worst contracts that doesn't really matter. They, they would not, though. I don't think they would play him over Bagley. Well, they should. Baze is better than them. Baze is better than them. <laughs> Baze is better than them? Baze is better than them. Are you sure about that? Are you like, that, yeah, dude, Pist- I, that Pistons team is is just garbage. Like, they're just not good. They are. Absolutely, yeah. They're terrible. I'm not sure that... I don't know that you... I mean, Baisley would not matter on that team either. I just think Bagley is is one of the worst players for his contract in the league. Yeah. I think a lot of it's mentality with Marvin. With Marvin? Marvin? Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where Bays would work. I mean, he's got to take a. I mean, he obviously needs needs a chance to play. He he kind of feels like a hornet to me, actually. That's why I was surprised. It's like, well, oh, the that's Thunder purgatory, man. That's purgatory. Well, who does he play over on the Hornets, though? I'm just saying he feels like a hornet to me. Yeah, you think he'd look good in the? I can. Can you the, not see him in the teal pinstripe? You think he'd play the seven minutes and twenty seconds that JT Thor did? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Probably actually. Yeah. JT Thor was pretty bad. Yeah, he's not good. Yeah, I yeah, don't And know. they still have Kai Jones. Right. Not that they're playing. He got a DM how does Kai Jones get a DMP? Because they gotta play Mason Plumley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, please don't <laughs> do that. Ever again. I'm fidgety this morning. <laughs> I, can, I can tell. Um yeah, it was that it was one of the bottom three games, and I th- I think it might have been their worst defensive performance because there were other games where they allowed teams to have better offensive efficiency. Yeah, but you look at what Charlotte did: thirty-one percent from three. It wasn't like they had a good no, night shooting no, from three. they did not. They shot sixty-five percent from the line. So, like all the things that you don't have as much control over, they weren't even good at those. Yeah, mm. it's just they absolutely killed us around the rim. This is. So, this is where you don't look at the strength of the schedule stuff with the Thunder and make assumptions, you know? Because I think, like, you look at the strength of schedule and you see, like, oh, we got San Antonio and Charlotte coming up, like, win-win, you know? Yeah. They've lost to all the bad teams this year. Yeah, you know what? That game against Charlotte actually felt like a Thunder game of old, like when the team would be good. It felt like a mellow yes. Paul George. Where they're just like game. playing down to the competition the, the entire game, yeah. but they're still close enough where you're like, they'll pull it out eventually. And then, and then they, they don't. And they didn't. It was like when they played the, when the Thunder played the Kings in Sacramento. I remember just like the feeling of just like, oh my gosh, how are the Kings up 11 right now? <laughs> yeah. And then they end up losing it. But yeah, I, the, the upcoming stretch is, is not easy. I mean, this could easily stretch out to a four-game losing streak because I got Philly on Saturday. And how scary is that after what we just saw from Dude, it Charlotte? Is, it is what it is what we talked about last week. It is exactly it. Remember? Because they were on this yeah. three-game win streak. We're about to be on the Wemby train, baby. And it is just – this is what they're going to do all season. It's going to be the up and down where it's like one week we feel oh, like we're in the play-in. The next week we feel like – we're we're getting Scoot Henderson. You I'm know? thinking specifically about Jay Will though. Like, how do you start him against Embiid if Embiid plays? Oh, you do. 
I think Jay Will is a lever. You think he's a lever? Do you think they drafted him as a lever? I think he's not a lever on purpose. Not not as a no. They did not draft him as a lever. They I think they drafted him because he fits he fits the culture. He fits the identity that they want to play. Mm-hmm. Physical, good passer, like skilled player. He is that. He just needs he just needs time. And so, why does might as well just throw him into the fire? Let him play against Joel, dude. We're we are continue. We're going to continue a run of opponents getting season highs or career highs, in the case of Mark Williams. Yeah, it seems like every single game there's someone. Yeah, could I mean they got so this is a tough. This is tough because they got Orlando and you think oh that's a winnable game. It's on a back to back where they have to fly from OKC to Orlando for just a one off game. So it's not like a road trip where they're like oh, yeah we're preparing for this road trip. They fly to Orlando, probably that night they'll leave, get in super late to Orlando, then they'll have to play the next day, and then they have to fly back to Oklahoma City right after that to play Washington that Friday. Like it's just re- it's a really weird trip. Now, one thing that did happen is that the suspensions came down, so they will be without Franz for that game. They'll actually be without both of the Wachners. How many? Wait, how many? I missed how many games it is. Uh, well, they suspended eight Orlando Magic players for one game, and yeah. so they're splitting them up between oh, two games. Okay. Uh. So for the OKC game, I don't think we're going to get Franz, and then Mo got and he got two games, maybe. Yeah, he yeah. got two games, and then Killian Hayes got three. Mm-hmm. Hami got one. Shout out to Hami. Shout out Hami. Good job. But Hami. yeah, one game suspension to eight Magic players: Cole Anthony, Mobamba, Wendell Carter Jr., R.J. Hampton, Gary Harris, Kevon Harris, Franz Wagner, yeah. and Earl Schofield. And so. it's so many players that they have to split it up between two games so that they can field enough <laughs> so players to play the done. game. So, yeah. so who knows what that game will look like? Yeah. As a result. Yeah, that's that's, that's a loss. We should just. I don't just know. If I feel like every everything we I have ever said about this team, the opposite happens. So, mm-hmm. so if you're choosing you dumb, it's a loss. Yeah. you should say it's a loss. Yeah, you should say they're going to have a four game losing streak. And you, who's not choosing dumb, yeah, you should say. This what is are you? You're, what you're are kind you, of Andrew? a roller coaster too. I'm a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Laughing. I mean, I, ultimately, I want them to get a good draft pick. That's what I want. Still. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. but you can't help it. Sometimes, like you, you can't help but get excited when you watch right. the team. Some right. nights, some nights. You know? Who Not last are night. you? They beat Portland twice, and you're like, man, this is this is cool. It's cool. <laughs> and then after coming like off this. that uh, Memphis game without Shea, man, yeah. you're like, wow, yeah, it felt great. Uh, you mentioned it briefly, but we <laughs> should we should say it again in case you didn't hear. The Thunder have been flexed into a national TV game on TNT. TNT. Whee! Tuesday, I love that it's on TNT. January 10th at the Miami Heat, 6.30 p.m. Will they say his name correctly? I can't wait for them to try to talk Who? about the Thunder. The Shay. TNT crew. Shay. Oh. What are, how do they usually wait, this, say Wait, did you say Tuesday, it's on a Tuesday or Thursday? Tuesday, Tuesday, January 10th. So Tuesday is the normal crew. Okay. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I watch everything on mute. So oh, you should not. You should definitely not, because you miss you miss something. You you miss Barkley saying or um yeah Barkley saying his name wrong or and Shaq. Shaq. No, it was Shaq. They both did, didn't they? Yeah, Shaq was the one who who said this. I got to play this this uh, clip for you. I'm loading it up right now as we speak. 
Oh, this is where Gilchrist came from, from Nick Namagrams. Oh, okay. Legend. That's his 14th 30-point game. Who's got 15 to lead the league? Giannis? Nope. Oh. Gilchrist. The, 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 Gilchrist. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. Close. Shea, Shea Gilchrist. That's what I said. Gilchrist. Gilchrist. I said Gilchrist. I, I had Gilchrist. no idea. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> if, if Shea Alexander Gilchrist is not. <laughs> Shea, See, thank you. He just said the same thing. Wait, Shea Alexander Gilchrist. It's getting late. Oh, oh, know. You know, late. It, it, it might be the cologne. It is 1 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, hey, no, if he's not. It is, no, seriously. If Shea Gilchrist Alexander, Alexander is not starting in the All-Star game. We're not going to let the public vote again. Okay. He should be starting at the two spot in the Western Conference <sighs> easily. Yeah, his... Shea Alexander Gilchrist. Are they going to say his name correctly? I love how those two guys specifically are just like constant offenders of not knowing what's going on like yeah. in the current league yeah and they're like well it's 1 a.m that's that's what it is hey to be fair they, those guys do have to stay up late they gotta be up late the and they are old and they are old yeah uh and i want to get paid millions upon millions of dollars oh well I, you know it's yes 1 but it's also very late it's 1 a.m uh i did forget to say this in the first quarter the hornets were just pummeling the thunder yeah they're shooting like 70 percent we're watching the game with my oldest son, he looks over at me and he's like, he's like, Dad, the Thunder are toast. And I was like, I was like, no, they're not. I said, they're going to come back and they're going to, I think they'll win this game. He's like, no, they're not winning this game. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I think they will. He's like, okay, you want to bet? And I was like, okay, what do you want to bet? He's like, I'll bet you a dollar that the Thunder lose this game. And I, I made the bet. I had to pay up after the game. There was, wow. it was like more insults to injury there. Wow. Did you pay in uh, uh, cash? Cash money. Wow. Tell you, the most surprising part of that story is you actually paying your bets off. <laughs> oh, got him. Ouch. Hey, maybe uh, maybe your son should replace Luke on the pod. He's been asking if he could. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To replace Luke. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, one of our longtime listeners, Greg Stevens at Kiwi Greg 5555. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was very cool of Greg to tweet that, by the way. On November 17th, he tweeted... After a very quick look at the Thunder schedule, the earliest the Thunder could farce their way onto TNT national <laughs> coverage would be the 10th of January versus the Heat if they want to dump Pistons versus Sixers. That was on November 17th. Wow. Nailed it. Nailed it. Completely nailed it. Nailed Great it. job. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Listener of the week. That's right. Yeah. Oh. New dun, award. Dun. New award, listener of the week. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Does it only come from... Uh, Correct predictions. Yes. It, it comes from <laughs> outrageously correct predictions. So throw your predictions to us at Down to Dunk on Twitter. Yeah, that's pretty wild. But that's, I mean, it's a great thing for the Thunder to to get a national TV game for them to get flexed in is pretty. It's pretty great. I mean, it shows everything that Shea's accomplished this year and the team's accomplished. And you know, it's I think it's wonderful. And also, it shows like how bad the Pistons are as well. Yeah, and it shows they made. So, I mean, it still kind of makes me mad that they took them off TV against the Magic. That game still would have been a really fun national TV game. Like it just, I just think it yeah. shows like a lack of recognition of like the Thunder's roster for them to completely flex them out of that spot. Yeah, I agree. Because you still had Paulo in that game. You still had Franz. Yeah, you still, you still had, had Bol Bol. Yeah, and, and Shea. I mean, Shea had thirty-four points in that game. It was a great game. It was a great game. It would have been a great game for the Thunder to be highlighted, even without Chet. 
Was it more unfair to the magic or the thunder? Yes. The magic. Yes. To both. To both. Yes. I mean, if you, I mean, but it's people hadn't, I guess people hadn't established Shea as like a top 12 guy in the league yet. Yeah. But if you have a top 12 player in the NBA, like that guy will play multiple times on national television. The other thing is that was one of Poku's best games. And if that had happened on a national TV game, he had 16, nine, two steals, three blocks, two threes, gloating, gloating. And it was in Oklahoma City too. That, that's what kind of makes me mad too. Is like this one's in Miami. Yeah, but TNT guys are lucky that Poku is out, so they do not have to say his name. It's true. Poor Poku. He's out at least six to eight weeks with a non-displaced fracture in his tibia. Yes, he'll be reevaluated in six to eight weeks, which means he's out for a long time. Mm. Yeah. It's a big bummer. It's a big bummer. And uh, we were talking on Discord about his next contract because yeah. he'll be up available, eligible for an extension mm-hmm. uh, this summer. And as good as he's been, you start thinking about next season. Yeah. Chet's going to be there. Chet. Jerry's probably going to be healthy. Jerry. They might have another draft pick. It's not. They will there. have. I mean, they will have another draft pick. They might. What if they traded Andrew? They Ooh, I like. You want to make a bet? I'm trying to get listener of the week. <laughs> uh, there's a non-zero chance that Poku could become next year's Baisley. We're like, it's just hard for him to get consistent minutes all of a sudden. Sure. After a season when he was starting to get consistent minutes, mm-hmm. and we, we were talking about his next contract, like. One, like, what do you possibly offer him as an extension if they wanted to offer him an extension? Like, I have no idea. And then, two, if you're Poku, if you want to risk it and do, like, a prove-it season mm-hmm. and, like, turn down an extension, it's it, there's a lot of risk involved there all of a sudden because of the roster crunch that will likely continue to happen. Yeah. There's no guarantees for Poku. Like, as good as he's been, no, I don't think that he is locked in to 25. I mean, he's not locked in to 25 minutes this year. No, he, he yeah, he, it's there's no guarantees for anybody on this roster, honestly. Uh, Shay, hello. Outside of Shay, thank and outside you. Of Giddy, and outside of, and probably Chet and Chet. Okay, well now we've named three names, well, and maybe, and probably it'll end up being J Dub too, and J Dub. So there's J-Dub. four. So that's four. Yeah, keep going. There's no guarantees for anybody <laughs> that's coming off the bench for this team. That's probably true. Like even Jay will like this might be. Jay Will's best shot to get NBA minutes. Yeah. Because you think about next year. Mm-hmm. Like, where does he break through the rotation? He would have to outplay Jerry at the very least. Yeah. He'd have to be a lot better than Jeremiah. A lot. To make and, it. And you know, Jay, are they the same height? They're about the same height, yeah. Something that we already talked about. I don't remember talking about, you know, players dominating JRE last year because of his height. That's true. I mean, Jerry is much more mobile than Jay yeah. Will. Stronger. And stronger. Yeah, he is stronger. Yeah. He's a really good passer, too. Like, Jerry... And, and Jay, this is pretty unfair, the way we're talking about Jay Will. It's his very Just first a, game. <laughs> it's, it's like his first game. First start. He's been playing on the blue, and then we play against the Hornets, and they throw four guys taller than him at him the entire game. That's, that's the NBA. He's taller. That is NBA. He's, Jay Will is actually taller than Jeremiah. Really? Wow. Doesn't look it. It's uh maybe it's the hair. Yeah. I don't know. 
but he measured taller than yeah. Jeremiah. So I don't know. I think they'll give him more time, but this honestly might be his best shot, and it really kind of sucks for him that it's like right now. And it's like, yep, we're gonna throw you in the fire. Let's see. If, let's see if it works. And for all we know, they'll start Baisley on Saturday yeah. and play him thirty-five minutes. Like we don't know. Wouldn't shock me. Like it's gonna be all over the place. But I do. I would expect Baisley to get traded if I'm clutch and I'm looking at this situation in OKC. I'm thinking, get my guy somewhere else. Like, do you think that? Okay, do you think potentially Clutch is talking to Thunder management, and that is a reason that Baisley is not playing that much lately. Not even that they're like, okay, Clutch, Clutch wants us to trade him, um, and they asked us to not play him or whatever. I don't, I don't know what it would be. I have no idea. But that the Thunder are that is playing into their relationship with Baisley. I have no clue. His management. I'm just I mean, throwing it out there. Just it could keep be. saying it. I think it's more that he doesn't fit the offensive identity of the team. Then it is like a back channel. Like why? What? What does Clutch benefit from him not playing? No, I'm not saying Clutch asking. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, you think that the Thunder are mad at Clutch and they're deciding not to play him? Yeah, I think maybe that could be affecting the relationship. Maybe I don't know. Clutch is in Bay's ear. I think oh. it's saying Baisley, don't don't, I, don't do this, don't do that. I think it's more that every time Baisley dribbles more than three times, you know exactly what's going to happen. And he's going to drive to the basket and not do anything good. And it's, I think the, I think Mark's had enough is what I would guess. We're losing Baisley fan listeners right now. And we're potentially losing LeBron in a few years. uh, Exactly. Great point. Thank you. Yeah. Would you trade for LeBron? No, we're not doing that. What about Portland? For Baisley, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they've got a lot of guys that are like him. What's there? What's why not one more? Sure. <laughs> Does he play in Portland? Maybe. I know it's maybe. Maybe. I'm just looking at the worst defensive teams in the league, trying to figure out some spots where he could potentially help. Yeah. Hey, if uh, Washington trades Coos, <laughs> bring in Bays. Yeah, Bays Zinger front line. That's a weird thing. Like Washington is in such a weird spot because they have guys that, I mean, they could lose Kuzma and Porzingis this summer. They could. And and then what are you? They want to resign both. What are they? What are they if they bring them back? What are they if they both resign at like bigger numbers? This is a great preview for this week's Saturday Slam and Jam, which yeah. is coming out today. Like, what are they then? Like, what are they? What in the world are they doing? I don't know. He tried to explain it. Yeah, I kind of... Josh gave it his best shot. Yeah. I feel like my mind turned into a bowl of soup whenever he was explaining it. Bowl of soup? Yeah. Uh, What are we talking about? Bowling for Soup. Bowling for Soup, the band. I was thinking about their songs. Can you name a Bowling for Soup song? Go. Uh, Something about a cinema. I can't. I can't either. Um, Anyways, yeah. I think that's I think that's all we've got. Maybe we've got a uh, we got a Tayshon's factoid victory victory. Mm-hmm. Tayshon's factoid victory victory. Tayshon's factoid victory victory. Hello, I'm Tayshon. This is my victory victory. Uh, question, Alex. 
Bowling for Soup yes. had a song in Phineas and Ferb, which happens to be Baze's favorite cartoon. <gasps> oh, it's all connected. It, what happened? I don't know. Nothing. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Okay. Uh, hello. I was watching... Hello. Lamella Ball <laughs> hello. last night. I was watching the game, and Lamella Ball was playing in that game. Yeah. And I just kept thinking, gee, this guy's fun. Gee. Everything he did, everything Gee he does, the way he moves, Gee whiz. he's so fun, isn't that? Isn't that fun? So I was thinking, who are the? I think he's a top ten fun player in the league to watch. Yeah. So we're gonna try to rank the top ten funnest players in the league to watch. Okay, guys, I think that are guarantees to be in the top ten. Yes, Steph Curry. I didn't put him on my list. What? Really? I think he's. I just think that's a player that's like, yeah, obviously Steph Curry, but I do. I don't have that much fun watching Steph really? play anymore. Really? Yeah. I think I'm just over it. He would be my number one player. You have so much fun watching Steph play. He just does things that no one else does. Yes, that's true. When he's hot. Like, he's hot. a decade later, he is still doing things that no one else can do. It's very cool. But when I watch Golden State games, I'm not like, man, I'm having fun watching Steph do this thing. When I'm he's just, on like I a think crazy I'm just, heater. It's great. It's and he's great. Just Listen, shooting threes, I, barely looking at the rim. I think I'm just numb to it Running at away. this point. You're I think numb. I'm just numb to Steph. At That's this your point. fault. That's but your he fault. He can be on there though. I mean, we need to come to consensus. I'm all about all consensus right, fine. here. We can put. Listen, Steph is <laughs> Steph is up there. I've got some. I've got some more players just to. Well, can I can I name some and see if they're on your yes, stupid list? Yes. Zion. Yes. He is. Okay. Obvi. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing you put Jaw. I did. Jaw's yeah. got to be on the list for sure. Okay, I will go now. <laughs> so Luca's on the list. Mm. Okay, so Fun. I so the qualification for Luca would have to be Luca on League Pass the next day, where you don't have to watch the in between stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right, I find right, him right. exhausting to watch. Okay, I can see that. His his sixty point game was pretty fun, especially the last like minute of the of the game where you're like, like the Mavs are going to lose this. This sucks. You know, he's had such an amazing game, and then they just. I mean that was incredible, incredible. And he every game he has just incredible highlights yeah. of like you do not see players doing. Things but the like play that. to play experience is not fun. Game to game, it it is the Mavs can be pretty exhausting. Well, and, and also like the Mavs can be not fun. Totally, I completely agree. This is just player style that's fun. It's fun the decisions they make on the basketball. Who court. else do you have on your bull bull? Bobo is yeah, really, yeah <laughs> definitely yeah he was he's the he was the my most fun watch in person this year yeah by far so just so fun yeah when I was thinking about this before the pod I only came up with five players and he was one of them <laughs> yeah it was like uh, Steph Curry uh, Bobo yeah that is so funny because I was trying to. F- I was trying to think of players that aren't like the top players in right. the league too yeah. you know and Bobo was really the only one Bobo and Lamelo are really the only two I could think that could be in the top 10 funnest players to watch that aren't the top players in the league. I also have um, Shea on there. I, I think Shea say, is... I think Shea, yeah. I think Shea is a really fun player to watch. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I put Jokic in there, but I'm wondering if this year I'm just... if I'm just putting Jokic in there because he's always in there. Um... Yeah, he's fun because he's good for like three or four plays where you're like, oh my gosh, this looks horrible. And right. it just like works. You're like, right. oh. Yeah. And he also has, he has had some of the most memorable passes 
of the last couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always remember that pass that he had Aaron Gordon for like a game winning three yeah. on a national TV game that was just insane. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, they're all over him. Like it doesn't look like there's any way he could see anything. Right. Yeah. And then the ball just flubbers out of his hand in a good way. I like flubber a lot. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking of Flubber. I haven't I think watched you, it, hadn't thought of it. You know why? I think I've introduced it back into the zeitgeist. I think you saw my tweet that exploded and got like seven likes. <laughs> and I think I I've infiltrated you. I did not. I think you did. Maybe you scrolled past maybe it. Maybe I scrolled past it. And, it's like, it and you just, just saw the tweet of picture of Flubber. Flubber. You really did. Yeah, I did. I was thinking about Flubber on Christmas Day. Wow. Is it a Christmas movie? No, it is not. I don't know why I was thinking about Flubber, but I was. Um, uh, Anthony Edwards. Uh, so it actually only had three likes. Oh, I don't want to. Damn, there was another. I, I had three flubber tweets. One had seven likes. Okay, <laughs> I had three in a row. Oh, here we go. The movie Flubber was banned in thirteen different countries because the specific tone of green used for flubber was deemed too offensive. Yeah. Hashtag flub flat flub facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Those both those flub facts. Hey, uh, made up. I'll give Completely you cre- made up. I'll give you credit for this. You had three in a row. Yeah. Three likes, five likes, seven likes. So wow. Yeah, that's your pretty next good one, for me. If you keep going, you'll become one of the biggest accounts on Twitter. It's true. With yeah. These flub, flub facts. <laughs> flub facts. Flub facts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who else do you have on Anth- your list? Anthony Edwards, does he make the cut? I thought about it. I don't, Is it just... It's just he's like, tainted by the wolf. He's got the he's got the stink of cat and yeah. go bear. Is go bear on your list? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Not. What about Kevin Durant? Yes, I. This is year. Kevin on your list? He's been he's been unbelievable. This he's year. like definitely one of my favorite playoff guys. Yeah, he's been so good though for them. He has like this like last two weeks has been actually pretty fun to watch. Really fun. I think he's got to be on there, especially this year. He's been a top 10 fun player. Dame? I, he's not there at this. Okay. I like Dame. I actually like Anthony Simons a lot. Simons he's like a really random fun. guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good random guy. You know who would be on the list if not for just being himself? Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie's incredible just because like he's just a normal-sized human. And he's a help. hooper. Doing all these incredible things, yeah. Like he's got, I mean, easily the best handle in the league. Who's your uh, least fun watch? Oh, man. Of like the really good players, yeah. And we already said Gobert, so don't say Gobert. I'm kind of over watching Siakam. Really? He just spin moves to oblivion. Yeah, he. It just feels like Giannis light. Like Giannis does what Siakam does so much better that when you watch Siakam, you're like, eh. I think it's like watching Siakam is like watching Giannis when Giannis is like 38. Yeah. <laughs> or when he was 17. No, like he's he's not like nearly as athletic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If Boucher and in uh, Siakam combined powers, that would be a fun player. <laughs> Like, are you a big Boucher guy? Huge Boucher boy. He won't stop talking about Boucher. Boucher is what they call me. Wow. Uh, I mean, I can't believe you haven't mentioned DeRozan. You can't believe that? Can't believe it. Not fun. Uh, so, though, I mean, we have about 12 players right there. I don't know if we need to rank them, but we can. We don't. Okay. But I think we can't with I think a bu- good list. I think that LaMelo would be a top five guy of that list that we just went through. 
he's pretty funny. He's really good at those passes where he just like hooks it. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. slings it back to someone at the three point line, and it's always on point. Just everything he does, you watch him play, and there's it's like there's nothing fundamental about anything he does. It's such a unique style. Yeah, even, of play. even his shot is yeah. like unique looking. Yeah. And nothing he does. The way he dribbles, where he's going, every pass, there's no like just solid chess pass. No. You know, you know what all, I mean? It's he, like he's all style. Everything's style. It's all style. Yeah. I yeah. Free Lamello. Yeah. He's great. You're already wanting to get him out of Charlotte. Yes. You're attacking another small market. Yes. Andrew, you have to stand by fellow small markets. I don't. Not this one. I know they just beat the Thunder, but they're going nowhere fast. They've been going nowhere. I know. That's why they're and they're taking Lamelo with them. Get him out of there. Where would he where would Lamelo be? Like what's the path for what's the path for Charlotte being good in the next three years? Getting Wimby. Just yeah. incredible luck is what they need. Dude, Lamelo and Wembenyama. Oh, baby. That's top one fun oh, player. Oh, man. That's top one fun team. It would be incredible. That's about the only path, though. Because, like, if they draft second. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't know if I feel good about that being a Scoot Henderson destination. And if they got, like, one of the Thompson twins, like, do you really trust that organization to no, develop that's, those guys that's in the so right true. way? Ooh, what about a uh, Lamelo Trey Young trade? Just swap them? I don't know. Somebody would have to give more or like something. Just to punish Trey Young? Uh, just if you're Atlanta, like kind of resetting your timeline a little bit. Yeah. I would probably do that. I'm just Is looking. it resetting your timeline? He's I mean, what's, I mean, the rest of the team younger? doesn't. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to look at teams who I think might like go all in from LaMelo. Yeah. The, the Knicks. Knicks, for sure. Knicks, Knicks for yeah. sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already did that, though, with... <laughs> they already went all in with Jalen Brunson. Man, Toronto. Yeah. Brunson's good though. He is good. What about uh Utah? Wiz. What about Utah? Yeah. Utah. There's a lot of teams. He'd be great. He'd be great. He'd, He'd be, be great. great. He's a fun player. He's, He's great. That's the whole point yeah. of this. Thank you for listening. You proved it. Well beyond done. the shadow of a doubt. He's Lamello a top ten ball fun player. It's fun to watch. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. We're going to answer some Twitter questions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. 
Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And we're back after that quick break. It's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. I don't know how much longer I can keep hearing his voice without crying. It's just so sad he's gone. <sighs> he's dead. I sent Luke a uh, picture of these Legos that I saw mm-hmm. on Discord that I thought were cool. I, I don't know anything about Legos, but they look mm-hmm. cool to me. I said, bro, you should get these. He responded, they don't really match the themes I'm going <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. <laughs> At Kaler underscore Campbell. What was Tayshawn's segment originally named? I remember the episode where it was introduced, but it's become so entrenched in its current name that I can't recall its name. I think it was Tayshawn's factoid Victory Dictory. Yeah. Fickery Dickery. Yeah. Fickery Dickery Doc was. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. It was obviously a reference to Hickory Dickery Doc. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> At Thunder Chapter 2. Is the number two guy already on the roster? If not, is it more likely that he'll be taken in the draft or be acquired in trade? I mean, I'm high enough on Chet where I think he absolutely could be the second best player on this team. Yeah, yeah. But we won't know that for a long time. Uh, I'm open to it being a guy from this draft. I mean, obviously, if they jump up, it's probably going to be from this draft. Yeah. I think it's either Chet or somebody from this draft. I don't. I mean, they're going to eventually trade guys. I th- I think that it's more likely, though, that it's probably Chet as the number two guy. I feel pretty... Which is such a nice archetype to have. Yeah. That guy 
when you think about like what this team is missing, it's like it's a big man that can protect defend, the rim, finish, stretch in, the floor. Yeah, finish in the paint, which like that's something I think we think about stretching the floor a lot. But like he finished at an incredible rate at Gonzaga around the rim. And by the way, I mentioned earlier that they only shot 51% at the rim against the Hornets. Yeah. As I was looking that up, I realized they're worst in the league at the rim. Whoa. Wow. No team is worse at the rim than the Oklahoma City Thunder. They shoot 62% at the rim. What's the volume? What's rate? the volume? <laughs> 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 Sounds like you're dying. What's the volume? What's the volume, though? Uh, tell me the volume. Uh... I can't find volume on cleaning the glass. It just has percentiles. Mm. Um, the next worst team. Wait a second. Oh, that's frequency. Just I can Actually, tell you they're yeah, first. Yeah, oh. you can give me the first. That's the here, here we go. They're third in the league in yeah. terms of frequency yeah. of shots at the rim. 38.6% of their shots are at the rim. Yeah, that makes sense. But okay. when it comes to making them, they're at 62%, which is below Memphis, who is the second worst team. Memphis. Memphis. I mean, I just think that it's a it's a probably also just like a product of just getting there so many so much. Like you're just gonna, especially with young players, you're gonna miss. Well, also, most of the guys on the team that are finishing at the rim are guards, and like for yeah, Shea shooting, exactly. I thought you didn't say garbage. <laughs> garbage. I don't I don't remember what Shea's shooting at the rim, but if he's shooting sixty two percent, that's like a fine number for a guard. Yes, it's because we have no big men who are just like. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Right. We got no chat. Just dumping it. We have no dumpers. We got no dumpers. Yeah, no dumpers. That's true. Dump spot is what we need. We need a guy hanging out in the dump spot. Dumper yeah. spot. We need yeah. a dump spot guy. Yeah. Chet, and what you're saying, to come back to what you were saying, yeah. Chet is a great dump spot guy. He could be a number one dumper in the league. He could be a top dumper. Number one dump. We're the top ten dumpers in the league. DeAndre right Jordan now. is like an all-time dumper. All-time oh, dump. Oh, man. Yeah. As an all-timer right there. Tyson Chandler. He was a dump. He was he was he was a dump king at at at, at the top of his time. Yeah. True. For sure. For sure. At, at underscore Tyler OKC, the starters have been fluid this year, but eventually I feel like Mark would settle into his best five at some point. By your way too early estimates, assuming that Shea and Chet are locks. Yeah. On OKC's best five, who takes the last three spots among the 23 pick, Lou, Josh, J-Dub, J-R-E, and Poku? And Poku. Uh, I think of those names, the one I feel most comfortable with saying Locke would be J-Dub. Not necessarily because I automatically think he's the best player, but just he's the easiest fit if yeah. he can shoot. If he can shoot. If he can shoot, which we're all just kind of assuming that. Hopefully that will eventually happen. Yeah. We got Chip. Assuming he can shoot, J-Dub would be the easiest answer for me. I still think... Giddy. Yeah, but I was going to say, I, I still think Dort is going to be in that lineup. I think the starting lineup day one of next season, and it also depends on like how high they draft. Yeah. If they draft, if they somehow get the number one pick, like all bets are off, like Wimby's starting. so They might start four guys. They might, yeah, they're just like, it's not fair for us to put five guys on the court now, actually. So. Just Shea, Giddy, Wimby, Chet. Yeah. I think just depending on where they, it's too hard to predict what the 23 pick is going to be. So I, I can't just, I mean, they could have the 10th pick in the draft. So, like, I don't know. I think it'll be higher than that. But I, if they have the 10th pick, like, the 10th pick doesn't always start. If it's not, like, a top 
four or five guy in the draft, then we can probably assume it's not going to be a starter next year. Yeah. So I think it's Shea, Giddy, Dort, J-Dub, Chet. That's what I think the starting lineup will be 9-1 of next year. Sounds cool. That does sound cool. I was going to also say it's not imp- – we were talking about Potu earlier. Yeah. Having trouble finding minutes. It's also not a 0% chance that he could still yeah, start totally. next year. Absolutely. He could, yeah. They could put J-Dub to the bench yeah. or even Dort to the bench and start him next to, to Chet. If he continues to make progress, like he's got to get a lot stronger, which is why an injury like this is not great for him. But maybe he just lifts. Maybe they're just like, yeah, your leg is broken. Just like lift. And that's the only part of his body that's like thick, the donkey in the trunks. Yeah, you know it's true. You got the donkey in the trunks. Chet and Poku can just chest press each other, and yeah. just get totally ripped. Not enough weight for either of them. <laughs> That's probably true. Actually, it actually might be actually fact. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe this will be a bonding time for Chet and Poku. I'd love that, where they just lift every day together. They form this bond. You know, someone's going to write the story about Chet and Poku bonding through the last part of the season. Look at the, these two goofy guys in the weight room. hanging out with each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> the title of the article. Look at these two goofy guys. Look at them. Oh, my gosh. Would you just look at it? Uh, at House of Thunder underscore... Which five players would you cut as of today if the Thunder were to use all five draft picks in the 23 draft? They're really only going to end up with one pick just because the the other draft picks are like are just not going to convey. But if you had to... And you can't cut two-way guys. I mean, you can, but you can't, you're not going to fill count. them in that They way. don't count. So if you had to cut five guys from this roster, if the Thunder were like, hey, we're bringing in five new guys, who are you letting go five of? Five guys. Bays. Bays number one. Mm-hmm. Easy. J. Will. J. Will, number two. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you have to cut, guys. You have to. We have to cut five, all right? You have to. Uh, who's next? Who's next on who's my next? list? <laughs> who's next? <laughs> who's next? <laughs> Isaiah Joe. I still really uh, like the I potential of Isaiah Joe. But, like, we're getting this. Muscala. Okay, Muscala. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Three. Two more. Of Shea, Giddy, Dort, J Dub, Poku, Kenrich, JRE, Trey Man, Wiggins. Can I cut some of the picks? No. I'm gonna draft them immediately, cut them. No. <laughs> okay. Jang. Uh, I mean, right Joe. now you'd probably say Wiggins, honestly. Yeah. I don't want that to, hurts. But I mean, I think I, I think the, the last two obvious choices are Wiggins and Joe. I think you're probably right. Because like you're not cutting Jang. Like, are you going to cut Kenrich? I don't think you're going to. You could. I don't think you're going to cut Kenrich. You could. You could do it. You're not cutting Jang. I don't think you're going to cut Trey Mann. Trey Mann played really well last night. You could, though. You could. Would you cut Trey over Joe? No. No. Yeah. But also. Some games I would. A week ago, I think you would have. Cutting. Yeah. You can also trade these guys, so. The premise is a little flawed. <laughs> it's just not the only way that you could make this happen. Yeah. 
We can do a I mean, five you wouldn't, for one. You game. wouldn't cut all of those guys. I mean, some of those guys have actual value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the league. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Just an interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, because there's a chance that like all five of the guys that we named will like not will definitely like not be on the team. I agree. And in- including some of the fringe guys that we talked about, Trey and even Jang. Like we don't know. Hey, can I read out uh, Giddy's stats for December now that December's over? No, uh, it's not technically over. For the Thunder, it is. This was posted by Aussie DK. They the do display. play on the 31st. Do they really? They yes. do. Well, yes. then never mind. I won't say it. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. I'm not going to say it then. You, okay. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Good. We have to be fair. Say it. Say it. All right. This is a flawed stat because it does not include all the December games. <laughs> but through 10 December games posted by Aussie DK, which I assume stands for Donkey Kong, 15 points per game. In December, 9.2 rebounds per game, wow. 5.8 assists per game, 48% from the field, 48% from three, 83% from the line, 7-7 to last night, 53.9 effective field goal percentage. That's really good. Dude, that three-point and free-throw percentage. Pretty sick. Chip England. Chip England. That is awesome, man. Yeah, That's him, awesome. him getting Keep to the line up. that much. Was that his season? Was that his career high for free throw attempts? Seven last night? He was seven for seven? It's got to be up there. I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> you know what? I will look it up. Keep going. Next question. <laughs> Our next Twitter question. Uh-oh. I lost it. Our next Twitter question comes from at Dortpoy. What are your New Year's resolutions? Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to do dry an entire year dry. Really? Are, yeah, not drink for an entire year. Oh, wow. drinking. What would you think? Mm. Uh, not wet in the bed? <laughs> not, not moisturizing. <laughs> not, no water. Not showering. Not one drop of water <laughs> all year. I can only bathe in my own sweat, so I have, <laughs> I have to run. Because <laughs> you have to put soap on before you run so it can sud, <laughs> yeah. sud up as you, do, as you go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what he meant. <laughs> That's what he meant. You resolved to do anything, Tayshawn? Um, I've you know I've been thinking about the drinking thing. I'm definitely doing January, dry January, yeah. which I've done before. Yeah, and it would had great benefits. Really? Yes. Do you get into any of the NA beers? Uh, I I have before the Heineken ones are good because I've I've tried about twenty at this point. Wow. Have you tried? I've heard the Sam Adams one is really good. Oh, really? I haven't had that one. Yeah. That's I, I think I'll try that one. Don't you like like a Dr Pepper better? I no. don't like soda really. Really? No. no. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh. You know what I what really no. got me through that January I, though? That's what I what? like. Drugs, sparkling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drugs, drugs, and sparkling water. Oh yeah. And candy. Okay, so that doesn't sound. That doesn't sound like you're getting that I much think more healthy. I think so. I think alcohol is a lot worse for us than we like to uh, accept. I mean, I I'm not disagreeing with that. What kind of candy is getting you by? It's just sugar in general because the thing is you get if you have a drink or two on each evening, which I guess is a lot. Like technically, like medically, that's a lot. It's actually not because I'm, I'm doing a study right now in our inclusion criteria. If you're a man, you can have up to 14 drinks a week, which would be which <laughs> if you have more than that. Can you choose when you. you get those 14 drinks? Yeah. So I could do fourteen in one night. If you, yeah, we and I it's have fine. To, I would have to include you in the study. <laughs> fourteen does seem like a lot. Fourteen seems like, but two a night does not seem like a lot, depending on what you're drinking. Yeah, 
Like I drink absinthe, so that's a lot. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> Every yeah. night. Two glasses of absinthe. <laughs> Uh, that was tied for... And I sleep naked in my backyard every night. <laughs> I end up naked. I don't know how yeah. it happens. I don't know how it happens. But That was tied. He's he's had seven free throw attempts twice in his career. Okay. The other one was the game against Houston that sucked. Wow. Yeah, that's why we don't remember it. That's why. It's the two most unmemorable games. Yeah, that's true. We'll forget this one, too. Dumb. What about you? Any any rezos? Dumb, dumb, Oh, I honestly have not thought about it. More pods. More podcasts. I'm not doing enough. More yeah, pods. Need to not. do more podcasts. I resolved to have more podcasts. Going to start a blue pod. Yeah, that's right. And you have a <laughs> lot of support from your team members, too, every week. Just so consistent. Showing up. Yeah. That's right. Not bailing. That's mm-hmm. right. Not disappearing. Not disappearing. <laughs> for months. <laughs> Without notice. Not responding to listeners asking, where are you? That's right. <laughs> but still tweeting. People. <laughs> someone in the Discord posted Luke's Instagram post showing his apartment getting flooding yeah. as proof that he was still alive. Yeah. Like, and, and Andrew had commented on it. So it was also proof that they were still in contact. Yeah. yeah. We're so still lis- a- listeners are piecing together. We're definitely still in contact. What's been going on with the L-Man. Yeah. yeah. And we will not answer. Yeah. He has not been kicked off the podcast, though. That is, is for not, sure. Uh, yeah, 100% not been kicked off the podcast. Yeah. It'd be funny if we eventually got him to come back and then kicked him off. I think that should happen. <laughs> Feels like the road we're heading down. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope you guys enjoy the New Year's festivities. Uh, let us know. what What's your New Year's resolution? Let us know in the comments section on YouTube. Or on the Discord. We're on the Discord. Yeah, subscribe to the Discord. Come join us there. We uh, we're chatting. We're chatting it up. And uh, yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube. Watch us on YouTube if you haven't done that yet. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you guys again on Monday.